Please join us every week for a new episode of Understanding the Human Condition with Dr. James Flowers. Dr. Flowers and his most admired mentors, respected colleagues, and VIP guests will share valuable insight into underlying health causes, conditions, and issues. These in-depth yet approachable episodes are a great resource for both private individuals and industry professionals. Our esteemed host, Dr. James Flowers, is one of the most recognized and respected names in the field of chronic pain, mental health, and substance use disorders, both nationally and internationally. Dr. Flowers is the founder of J. Flowers Health Institute, located in Houston, Texas. For more information about J. Flowers Health Institute and its concierge services, go to jflowershealth.com or dial 713-783-6655. And be sure to mention this podcast. Welcome to Understanding the Human Condition with your host, Dr. James Flowers. How are you, Robin? I'm good. How good. are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to have our friend, Dr. Clay. Yeah, and I'm sure our female audience is excited, too. <laughs> I think everybody's excited. I think so. <laughs> Welcome. Yes, thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Thanks for, thanks for having me on the show. You bet. Well, thanks for joining us. I thought I'd read a little bio. Yeah, please. Started, yeah, go ahead. And then uh, we'll have some good conversation here. Owner of Sculpt U Physical Therapy in Houston, Texas, Dr. Clay graduated with his doctorate degree in physical therapy from... Ithaca College in 2015. He has a strong passion for bridging the gap between rehab and return to sport, as he is also Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist, a CSCS. Yep, yep, that's what that, that stands for. <laughs> awesome. Clay Ardwin. That's that's right. <laughs> or Dr. Clay. <laughs> Dr. Clay. Most, most people go, start with most people go yeah, Dr. Yeah, yeah. Clay. That's my, all uh, I'm going to tell you. My, yeah. brother, my brother is the first doctor, so he goes by Dr. Ardwin usually, uh, but I just, I just go by Dr. Clay. Okay. Nice. Good to know. Yeah. So, so years ago, physical therapy, to be a physical therapist, you didn't have to have the doctorate, right? That's correct. Yep. And then when you went on to school, what, what happened? Why'd they, I'm glad they did. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad they did too. Honestly, I think it was the curriculum, the curriculum was the exact same. So I think, Is it it? Was, I think it was more of a, uh, a financial thing probably yeah. for the schools. Exactly. Uh, they have, they have an exponentially more amount of, uh, PT programs around the country now. It used to be very, um, very small niche. Yeah. But now a lot of people are trying to get into to yeah. rehab and physical therapy. So, um, yeah, every, everybody that practices now has to have their doctorate. And, oh, wow. and even for the older therapists, they have bridging programs for them to become doctors. Yeah. yeah. So. And it's not easy to get into physical therapy school. No, it's pretty competitive. Very, very, very difficult now. I've said yeah. a, lot, a lot of people are trying to get in and they're making it very competitive. Huh. Yeah, they are. What yeah. sparked your passion to get into this? Oh, a lot, a lot of different, uh, a lot of different things. Um, I'm, I was always an athlete growing up, you know, mm -hmm. and, and played three sports in high school and uh, had my fair share of injuries mm -hmm. way back then and had a great therapist and he kind of sparked my interest for rehabbing and stuff. And I knew fitness was always going to be part of my lifestyle. And I really wanted to learn how to create longevity and learn mm -hmm. how to train. I've met so many different people in all different walks of life that say, I wish I knew now what I knew back then. So <clears throat> kind of made me want to go down that path. Yeah. And my business partner and my, my brother is also a doctor of physical therapy. And um, he started out he started out first and kind of set the set the pathway yeah. for me. And, um, you know, that was that was about 10 years ago. So. So um, did he encourage you to go to school and become a physical therapist? Um, <laughs> he he did. He did. Yeah. Actually, he was he was a big role model for me in that mm -hmm. regard. Cool. Um, so I'm glad I'm glad that he did that. Yeah. Um, like I said, we've, 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 we've 
we're business partners now, so we, uh, you know, we were able to develop a good relationship, yeah. working relationship, and it's been it's been really, 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 really great. Well, you guys work with virtually every one of our patients at J Flowers Health Institute over at the Houstonian, and you see quite a bit of acute pain and quite a bit of chronic pain, uh, which is kind of my core clinical specialty. But what's your philosophy? And physical therapy working with an unrelenting chronic pain issue with someone that's a that's a great that's a great mm-hmm. question and it's honestly it's very very complex yeah you know um it's first understanding what is happening with the patient mm-hmm. um you know there, there's so many different things that that patient can be experiencing um, that can be affecting their pain and it's it's very hard to get them to understand you know pain is and the research shows this, and as you know, pain is 100% produced by the brain. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not by tissue damage. It's not right. by, you know, it doesn't matter if it's acute. It doesn't matter if it's chronic, how long it's been there. Right. There's a lot of different factors that play into chronic mm-hmm. pain. You know, one of them is is the medical system. Mm-hmm. People, medication's okay. It's yeah. okay to get on medication, but mm-hmm. that needs to be tapered off and weaned. Short a lot term. Of times, yeah. A lot of times patients are on there way too long. Yeah. Right? Then there's the patient's mental and emotional response to yeah. that right yeah how much stress do they have in their lives mm-hmm. you know what what can you do to reduce that stress around mm-hmm. that area right yeah there's their lifestyle and their and their habits mm-hmm. things like that their diet yeah all those things can be improved on when you're dealing with with chronic pain that can really help to desensitize the nervous system because at the end of the day that's what we're trying to do is drive down your neural sensitivity to the situation exactly right yeah that's right mm-hmm. And then there's a, there's some other factors too, like what what was going on around the time that that patient had pain, right? Do they mm-hmm. have maybe oh, something yeah. traumatic in their life happened, right? Right, exactly, and they just didn't they didn't really think about it, and they just attributing everything to that one thing that happened. One incident, really, yep. right? But really, it's a, yep. a cumulative thing that's happening around there. And then the, what we treat mostly is the active lifestyle, yeah. right? Or how active are they? Because we do know that active lifestyles can help to desensitize pain. That's how we yeah. return people back to a, a full lifestyle. So mm-hmm. treating somebody with chronic pain, you have to take all of these things into account. You know, if somebody, if somebody comes into my clinic and they're just like, oh, my shoulder, my shoulder hurts. And I just, I just focus on that shoulder. Right. I miss this huge opportunity to address all of these things. Yeah. So that's where mm-hmm. a, a comprehensive assessment really comes into play. Right. And what you guys do at the Flowers yeah. Institute is to to uncover those things, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We don't, um, we can't do it alone because, as you know, there's so many complexities to pain. Yeah, right? and we and we we teach people that there's just a different lifestyle and a different way to address what's going on, right? So, one example we give it's like it's like this cup here, right? This is their capacity to handle stress, mm-hmm. right? You pour a little bit of water in, that's their injury that they're dealing with now. Mm-hmm. You pour a little bit of stress in their life and. You know all these different stressors how their their fear of yeah. returning right playing with their grandkids again absolutely mm-hmm. yeah so there's two ways to address that right you can you can reduce the amount of fluid mm-hmm. in the cup right reduce their yep. stress which you guys do a great right. job of right yep. helping them understand what what's going on yeah. right or there you can increase the capacity of the cup yep right and there's both ways that you can do it and we try to do it on both ends um, but you can't do it without a the collaboration of a team. That's right. right? So yep. attacking right. it from a multidisciplinary approach. Right. Yeah. And that's why we, you know, we love working mm-hmm. with you guys at the Flower yeah. Health Institute because yeah. so many things like this get missed yeah. in the medical system because yeah. they get five minutes with their orthopedic surgeon or mm-hmm. yeah. 
you know, their aunt told them that they had back pain one time yeah. 20 years ago, and they think that they're going to have that yeah. exact same experience. And yeah. the research shows us it's just, it's just not like that. We're no. so resilient. Our bodies can handle so much. And once you teach somebody that they can do that, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, really powerful and empowering. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, I hadn't thought about doing this on the show today with you, but I'll throw something at you real quick. <clears throat> yeah. So we share a patient that's a long-term patient that's been here for about a year, year and a half at this point. So without mentioning any names, you know, you and I are working with her on a multidisciplinary program, yep. but talk about that initial You know, I believe there was an initial trauma as well, initial injury and a traumatic event, and then this long-term pain issue and where she was and where she is now. Talk a little bit about what you, your approach to someone uh, like that is. Yeah, for sure. So the the first thing that you have to do is you have to gain their trust, Mm -hmm. right? You can't, you can't tell them that their pain is not real Mm -hmm. because that's that's, that's the first way you're going to lose a patient. That's right. Yeah. Because they've been told that. And so many people in their lives yeah. have already told them that, right? Yeah. This is not real. Like, I've, I've had shoulder pain. You shouldn't have this type of pain. Yeah. Like, that's the first way that you can catastrophize that yeah. situation is right. to tell them that they don't have that pain, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's very it's very delicate, right? Yeah. And as as treatment plans go, you can, you can draw up the perfect treatment plan, hashing out all these things, nutrition, lifestyle, coaching like active activity all these things yeah. stress management mm-hmm. but at the end of the day the patient has to be the one to activate it yeah right mm-hmm. we can't we can only do so much we can show them the plan but if they're not willing to put in the work to do it right yeah. that's that's going to be the first barrier yeah. right so the i know exactly who you're talking about and you, you, you could see that she wanted to be there. Yeah. She wanted mm-hmm. to do that, and she put the work in. Right. We didn't do that. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. Just, we, just, we showed her the way. Right. And that's, that's, that's the most important aspect of it is you've got to create that, that trust between the clinician and the patient. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's, that's where it all starts. Yep. Because once, you, once they buy into it, then, then, they can, then you can start moving forward. Yeah. And like you said, we've been working there for... A year and a, a year half. And a half That's a long. How yeah. many patients do you know that are willing to put that time in? Not many. Yeah, mm-hmm. not at all. Not, not at all. And Robin, this was a patient that flew here from the West Coast on a medevac jet and couldn't even really feed herself when she came. And Clay, Dr. Clay agreed to come over uh, and he would visit with her every day in person all throughout COVID. Could she walk? And, no, could barely walk. Yeah, she, would, she didn't yeah. walk. She wouldn't, she wouldn't wash herself. She, yeah. she would try to look around and she could only use her eyes. She, couldn't, she yeah. literally could not move her body. Yeah. Was it and, all up here? Well, that's that that is the idea, but I mean not to her though. Sure. That's it's, right. It's everywhere. It's right. everywhere to her. So Absolutely. You you have to start to unravel those things. Like yeah. if she just comes to me in that condition, there's nothing I can, I can really do, right? right? I need somebody like Flowers Institute to to start to unravel some of those intertwined emotional connections that she has mm-hmm. with pain and yeah. things that have been going on for years and decades and things that she never even knew. Yeah. Like something happened in her childhood that's now causing her to have this mm-hmm. just catastrophic reaction. Yeah. And it's like And the pain is real. Yeah. It was a real legitimate injury 
but the intensity of the long-term pain is so high based on the nervous system reaction and trauma. And mm -hmm. so here she is a year and a half later along with his help and the rest of the team's help. But at a minimum, she walks three miles a day, sometimes she's, five miles a day. She's, huh. she's working out every day. I mean, yeah. I've- Full uh, range of motion. Full, un, it's just unbelievable. Like, that's, that's, uh, that's why we do what we do. Yeah. Like, when you see when you see patients' stories yeah. like that, it just it's really motivating. And oh it just, yeah! When you can see somebody change and it, it just starts to click for them, like that's that's why we do what we do mm -hmm. when we put the work in. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. it's it's those type of people that we really like yeah. to help. You know, because they they, they they yeah. want the help so bad. That's right. But they've just been led yeah. down so many wrong paths. And, right. Yep. Um, mismanaged. Mismanaged and mm -hmm. not listened to and. Mm -hmm. What I've, what I've found is if you take the time, if you have the time to listen to a patient, they'll tell you what's wrong. Yeah. Like they will, they yeah. will tell you what is wrong with them, mm -hmm. but you just have to listen. They, yeah. Patients get so much stuff jammed down their throat yeah. from the medical system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They, they're just, they're just so broken by the time that they, yep. they get to you. Including the quick fix pill that you like to talk about. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yep. it's, and that, that kind of goes along with our society and our culture and mm -hmm. things that, you know, we're not going to be able to unravel all yeah, that stuff. But right. They come in and they want to get fixed right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Immediate gratification. Yeah. You tell, you tell somebody that's, you know, successful businessman mm -hmm. or woman, you know, and mm. they got all this lifestyle stuff going on. Mm -hmm. They got kids, they have, they're trying to yeah. work, they're doing all this stuff. And you, and you tell them that their pain is because of stress. They're going to, they're going to, walk out of your room yeah. mm -hmm. they're like absolutely well i can't do anything about that yeah like yeah. well yes you can't my lifestyle it's yeah, yeah i'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna change mm -hmm. what do you mean you want me to you want me to change yeah mm -hmm. like yeah yeah i do <laughs> if you want if you want to be <laughs> yeah. here this yeah. is this is what it's going to take and this is this is why you're here yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. so that's right and we end I up think, with all those folks that yeah. ended up taking those pills that right. can't get off of them yeah. right yeah, yeah. and start abusing yeah. them yeah. Well, we talk about it's it's a metaphorical pill but it's it's also real pills too yeah. mm -hmm. and when we say a quick pill fix they just want they want just results like this immediate yeah. gratification yeah. yeah they they're like oh fix well, me now fix me now yep mm -hmm. right they don't they don't want to put the work in to get to where they want to go right and we can we can like i said you can lead a horse to water but they're you can't that's force exactly them to right yeah take action yeah you know? that's right so so take us through a typical, your average physical therapy session. What should people expect when they come to see you? Yeah, so that's a, that's a, that's a really good question. It really depends on, obviously, what they're, what they're coming in for, right? Say, say we, we unravel all this stuff and we, we lay it all out for them. They're all bought in. You know, they're ready to, ready to get going. Um, you know, as, as a physical therapist, our, we're very, very good at treating pain, right? Mm -hmm. So somebody comes in and they have pain around a certain area say it's their lower back right mm -hmm. we're going to work that lower back we're going to do some soft tissue work some manual techniques maybe it's spinal manipulation maybe it's dry needling maybe it's grass and stuff to calm down that central nervous system around the area just to just to relax it so they can move and they feel like they can move right mm -hmm. after that it's it's really important we call it we call that a reset so we're trying to reset their nervous system mm -hmm. so they can they can tolerate movement because right? mm -hmm. movement at the end of the day is what's going to get them better. Yeah, it's not me. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, I can't do that. Passive things sure. are very, very short-lived. You have got to get somebody moving and they have to be active, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So the next thing we do is we try to correct their movement patterns. 
So if they have a faulty moving pattern or something, something where they're just they're they're not moving right, and that's that's creating some increased pressure or tension somewhere somewhere along the body that we can that we can address, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to do that with some corrective exercise, and then what we do at the end of that session, right? Sometimes it's not in a full session. Sometimes they need multiple sessions of soft tissue work to desensitize the nervous system and, and, to, and to feel safe to move, right? So we'll, we'll do that as long as we need to. But the ultimate goal is to connect their rehab program to functional movement patterns, whether it's getting them back to squatting, yeah. getting them back to deadlifting, getting them yeah. back to running, right? Yeah. But it's, it's not about what I want them to do. It's about what they want to do, mm -hmm. right? They come to me with a goal. Yep. I want to get back into doing this. Yep. So everything that we do is driven to getting them back to their goal. Yep. Right. And it's our, it's our job to have them make real set realistic expectations. Mm -hmm. So yep. that again, the quick pill fix, it's not like that. We're not going right. to do that. We're going to, we're going to draw out this treatment program. And at the end of it, you will be here if you buy into this program. That's right. Yeah. Right? Yep. So that's, that's what we, that's what we do in a, in a typical uh, treatment program is, is we get them from passive treatments to active as quickly as we can yeah absolutely. because what we don't want to create is a system where they're reliant on us as yeah. providers i don't i don't want them to come in here and feel like they're broken or mm -hmm. i'm yeah. adjusting them and i'm putting them back in place right yeah. mm -hmm. that doesn't happen right mm -hmm. and so many different professions make them feel like that right they go in for adjustments twice a week or they'll go right. get a soft tissue massage and they just yeah they just lay there. Right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. They feel good yep. for thirty minutes, and mm -hmm. they get out, and then right. then what happens? Right. right. But that's not how that's not how you get better. You yeah. need you need to have an active program for active problems. Follow a plan, just like mm -hmm. everything else. That's right. So you were talking about deadlifting. Uh, you say that weight training really changed your own life. Tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from there's so so you don't many. Really look so, like you lift weights. But. No, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, well, to go I figured I was gonna home. start. I was gonna start next week. Yeah. But. How how did yeah. weight training change your own life? Yeah, I mean, there's just there's just so many there's just so many benefits to getting into the gym mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and building some self confidence, right? Mm -hmm. From a mental perspective, it's it's yeah. unmatched, right? It's those endorphins that you get from pushing yourself to a just yeah. to another level and, mm -hmm. and understanding that you can do that and that's you doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. There's just so much power in that. Right. Right. For me personally, you know, I didn't really have that issue, although it was a great confidence builder for me throughout mm -hmm. high school and college. And, you know, I played college football and ran track. And, you know, so it was obviously in that perspective, it made me a better athlete and a better mm -hmm. person. Yep. Um, I made a lot of friends that way. It was great camaraderie with my mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of different people, yep. and it's led me to where I am today. Yep, you know, and yep. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that's what has gotten me to where I am today is just learning my own body and helping other people. Yeah, understand mm -hmm. theirs. So, and I think that I think that your body has a lot to do with your up here understanding the human condition, right? How mm -hmm. do you think physical therapy in your own life, working out, fitness? has changed your own human condition up here in your head. Yeah, I mean, the more the more that I do it and the more that I I continue to educate myself mm -hmm. on what I know, yeah. the more I, I research and stuff, I feel like the less that I know. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, exactly. I, I'm not I'm not afraid to tell people that I don't know. Yeah. And that's right. That's a big that's a big thing. Like when I first got out of school, I thought I could treat the world. Right. I thought I could 
help every Without single do person. anything. Yeah. Well, yeah, I thought I was like, yeah. oh, I know what that is. Like, yeah. get over here. Right. Let me stretch that out. Mm-hmm. Now it's like I, when I when I meet yeah. you and I meet mm-hmm. other providers and yeah. and start to take a holistic approach. It's like, man, I don't I don't know much. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the best I can. Right. But I know the people. Yep. I have a great network of providers. Yeah. Right? So if I if I can't do it. I know where to send them immediately. Yeah. I'm not going to keep right. them in a system where I can't treat yeah, them. And exactly. That's, and that's important. And understanding the human condition is understanding that everyone's different. Everybody yeah. has different needs. You can't put, mm-hmm. you cannot put somebody in a cookie cutter program and expect them to do the same thing that somebody else did. That's exactly right. Yeah. And that's how, and that's yeah. how we treat and we, and we understand that and we appreciate people like people yeah. trust us with their health. Yeah. And I don't take that lightly. Yeah. Like they mm-hmm. could go right. any, they could go anywhere else and, and I'm just so appreciative of where I am today and for people trusting me with it, with their, with their health and yeah. for you sending us patients and understanding yeah. that, you it's know, it's great having you a part of our, yeah. Yeah. part of our team. How is it working daily with your own brother? How's that worked out? Good question. <laughs> yeah. You guys seem to get along fantastic, by the way. No, yeah. no other reason to ask you that, but, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of people will tell you don't get into business with family, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I would, I would disagree i mean i couldn't imagine talking to somebody else the amount that i have to talk to my brother i mean we talk every day ad agnosium Mm. yeah constantly yeah it's about and we enjoy it we love we love doing Mm. it it's something we've 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 built we come from a very small little farm town in upstate new york where nobody really gets out and it's just been great to build the practice that we've built together and we trust each other 110 percent like I don't have to look over my shoulder yeah. or anything yeah. like that. And Absolutely, that's, yeah. That's a, that in itself is a stress relief. As you know, running a business is yeah. very stressful. It is, so absolutely. The last thing you want to do is worry, worry about internal issues. Yeah, and you have a, a very unique approach to practice. You do your practice in a different way, like we do our practice in a different way. Yeah. You're a concierge, uh, physical therapist. How do you, do you want to talk a little bit about your practice and how what clubs you're in or yeah sure um you know the club the clubs are have been great to us um the houstonian as Mm -hmm. you mentioned before we're also at you know fit river oaks um houston racket club and the briar club right now and we're looking to expand yeah um but what makes us unique is not it's not only the 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 quality of care that we provide the one-on-one time that we have with our patients Mm -hmm. because if you if you know physical therapy if you ever have been through it if you get stuck in a system like a bigger hospital system, let's say, like you're going to be treated with two or three other patients in the same hour, right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not the therapist or more or more, yeah. right? It's yeah. not the therapist's fault because it's yeah. the system. But you get 15 minutes with your yeah. patient, and then you right. pass them off to a tech or yep. a PTA, right? Yep. So me talking to you about all these, all of this complexity of pain, what do you? What are the chances I'm going to uncover that yeah. in 15 minutes? Right. Minimal. And yeah. how many people go there and right. they say, I've tried physical therapy. Yeah. That's not, that's not rehab. That's not physical therapy. Right. Until they've tried that. And but what happens is they, they'll go to their doctor. The doctor will say, well, if they're lucky, they'll mm-hmm. say, let's go to therapy. Mm-hmm. And they'll go to that, that place for four weeks and they'll come back and be like, well, it didn't work. You know, I tried. Yeah. It's like, no, he didn't. It is so you wild know. to hear that time after time after time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But another thing unique about the, the model is we get to catch patients before they get stuck in the system. Yeah. Like they'll, mm-hmm. they come, they come into the clinic with questions. They, mm-hmm. they say, Hey, I just hurt my shoulder. What do I do? Right. And we can educate them because that's, that's the biggest part is just 
educating them on what they're about to deal with yep. so they can set their expectations properly yeah and they're not like so apt to and again i'm not i'm not talking down mm-hmm. doctors no, or no, anything, not at all. anything yep. like that um but because of their lack of time with the patient mm-hmm. they're yep. going to send them for imaging they're yep. going to put them on a medication mm-hmm. it's going to be weeks before they can even get back yep. to them yep. they're going to come back still in pain because yep. they told them to rest ice and sit there and do nothing yeah right right that exacerbates pain yeah which is we know right they don't they don't they 10 percent of people that actually go to the doctor may get referred to physical therapy 90 90 percent of patients that go to the doctor in pain will never even step foot in a physical therapy clinic yeah right so they they go in with a with you know some type of lower back issue let's say it's really really common and the reason why they have lower back pain is because of something else that's going on. Right. Right. And like a weak core. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, they're they're trying to squat and mm-hmm. they, they their ankles are really stiff. Right. So now they're bending forward or yeah. you know, their shoulder mobility sucks. So yeah. now they're extending and they're yeah. just mm-hmm. on and on and on. We could we could talk about that stuff, but with a proper movement diagnostic and the proper plan of care and educating yeah. people, yeah. you can really get ahead of chronic chronic issues. That's right. And yeah. That's, and that's cut why it off. we kinda of cut it off and we and again, we have we have the network of providers that understand what we do. Yeah. So I will I refer patients out all the time. I'm not trying to keep people just to keep them for myself. Like I want to I want them to get them on the right path. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So I will send them to the right orthopedic surgeon. I'll send them to the right yeah. you know mental health place. So. Yeah. Do you have to be a member to go to the clubs that you're in? No, no, you don't. You don't have to be a member. One, one of the clubs you do, um, but we have multiple locations for that reason, and okay. so you don't have to be a member to come see us. Mm-hmm. What's the most, uh, um, as far as issues that you see? What's the most? I don't want to use the word. I was going to say popular. I don't want to <laughs> yeah, say popular. Common, popular. common yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's by far it's lower back pain. Yeah. You know. Is it? You know, just yeah. people have all walks of life have lower back pain. Eighty percent of people will have low back pain at some time in their life, right? So hmm. that that is the most common. Yeah. Huh. A lot of our um, two of our clubs are tennis clubs, so we see a lot of uh, shoulder, yeah. shoulder, elbow stuff like yeah. that. So you're also very innovative in your practice, and you're always looking at ways to evolve, and you're always looking at ways to expand the patient population that you see. And I know now you've ex- you've expanded your practice to include pelvic floor therapy, as well as uh, pre and post baby training for moms and dads. What's yep, going on with all of that? Yeah, so that's yeah, that's so really cool. that's yeah. really really exciting. Um, you know, we've we're just trying to find a way to reach more people and to, mm-hmm. and have them expose the type of care that we can provide to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, pelvic floor is not my expertise, but mm-hmm. I know how to find the right people that can do that. Right. Um, but what I do know is how underserved that community is yeah. and mm-hmm. how much they can benefit from just just education and understanding right. and, and having somebody touch them mm-hmm. in a comfortable climate, you know, where mm-hmm. they don't feel they don't feel like they're in a doctor's office and they, you know, they're getting mm-hmm. they're getting exposed, yeah. you know. We we teach them how to right. function properly and we teach right. them how to get back into weight training. A lot of a lot of moms are just scared. You know, yeah. they're scared pre and yeah, post. Right? They, they don't feel like they can get back into doing what they once did. Yeah. They feel like it's, oh, well, this is this is normal. This is my life now. Yeah. Um, and what we know is that that's that's not true. You can you can train into your third trimester. Right. Yeah. Wow. Obviously, that that program changes as you as you yep. go. But, you know, you need you need to develop the fundamentals and 
and understand how to move before you, that happens. Because when it when it does happen, it, I mean things happen. I mean mm-hmm. you just you got it. That's part of it. And afterwards, it's proper education and getting you back as quickly as you can. Working with the doctors, right? We don't mm-hmm. overstep our boundaries and we don't tell them to do things that they're not clear to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we work with the doctors again um, to make sure that, that it's okay for them to do that and. And we get them back as quickly as we possibly can, and that's yep. and that's just something that we, uh, you know, it's it's a new program for us, and we're really excited to roll yep. it out. Very cool. cool. So we're almost out of time, but we wanted to ask you a couple of personal questions. What's on your bucket <laughs> sure. list that you haven't done yet? Oh, my bucket list. Well, mm. I mean, I love to travel. Yep. And uh, this past year has been a little difficult to travel. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> sure has. Um, definitely getting getting back and uh, just getting some relaxation time. I love to yep. love the beach. Love nice. to love to yep. do active things outdoors. Right. And luckily, I was able to get get out skiing once this year, um, which was which was a blessing. Yep. Awesome. It was really 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 nice. And yep. that's on that's on that that bucket list for sure. Um, and business business wise, like I again I I would love to be able to provide care. Not just here in Houston, but yeah. you know, throughout the throughout the country with that model yeah, that, right. that we run, and it's yeah. it's effective, and I know I know it can be done. So. Well, you know what? We have a former patient, another former patient that we worked together, uh, that owned a huge physical therapy practice yeah. up north, up Midwest, I guess. Yeah, you can right. always call her and say, "Hey, <laughs> how, how'd you grow that <laughs> large?" Oh yeah, I still we still talk. Actually. Yeah, she yeah. just called the office this week. Check yeah, in. She's a, she's yeah, she's she's a sweetheart. Yeah, oh, she cool. she's in a. Boy, talk about a difficult woman, right? Oh my God, Doctor Hill thyself, right? She's a physical therapist. Yeah. Uh, or no, was she a physical? She, she yeah. Used to, just yeah, for she a bri- very yeah, brief very period. brief time, and became an entrepreneur, and uh, and grew this huge physical therapy. I think she employed, I don't remember how many, but all She's across got our state, almost a thousand patients. Yeah. Patients. Clinicians. clinicians, yeah. yeah. Oh my Huge. gosh. Yeah, massive, so, massive yeah. scale. Yeah, but boy, what an amazing change that she had in her oh my life God, as yeah. well. We just we see so, that we see that all the time. Like, yeah. it's just we get yeah. almost get numb to it, but you got to take a step back and I know. just realize, like, wow, we're really changing people's we lives. We are, and enjoy mm-hmm. enjoy the wins because occasionally there's uh, one. Oh, for sure, yeah. You know that we're yeah. not going to win no matter how hard we try. Well, we yeah. absolutely love working with you. Yeah. Our patients love working with they you. Do. The other providers really like your feedback, and and it's I believe invaluable to the services that we offer. You have to be part of our multidisciplinary team. So yeah. thanks for being here. Uh, Thank for sure. Yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks for having me. It's, uh, Anything it's, we didn't cover physical therapy wise that no, you want to throw out there? This was, this was good. It's kind of, again, it's a different take on physical therapy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just people don't really understand. The, the mm-hmm. biggest, the, the challenge that we fight is that people just don't know what physical therapy is. Mm-hmm. Right. They, yeah. they think it's like sitting in the corner pulling on bands and like yeah. handing a handed a sheet of paper and you know it's like yeah. that's what they used that's what they that's used to do that's old school yeah. but yep. unfortunately there's still a lot of practices that still do that yeah. and yep. um, you know we're we're trying to break that mold and help people understand that there's just there's a better there's a better way yeah. absolutely yeah well and yeah. if someone wants to reach you um, and they can actually watch you in some of your videos on your Instagram but yep. uh, how do they find you so you can find a you can find me on my personal Instagram. It's Dr. Dr. Period Clay Fit, or you can uh, use our business uh, Instagram, which is Sculpt U underscore Official, and then our in, our Facebook is Sculpt U. Nice. So, and uh, U is just the letter U. Yes, right? just the letter yeah. U. And, the, and our website is Sculpt S C U L P T U P T dot com. 
There you go. Yeah. Gotcha. And if yeah, they yeah. want to reach you, Dr. Flowers, at the J Flowers Health Institute? JFlowersHealth.com. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot right. easier than it, <laughs> Thank you again, Absolutely. Dr. Clay. Yes, thank, thank you Thank you so much for being here. It yeah, was it was fun. fun. That was yeah. a lot of fun. Absolutely. Right. Thanks, Robin. Right. See you next week. <laughs>